undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredhead. Hey, what's happening, you African booty scratchers? I'm just joking. I know for some of you that's pretty triggering. Why did we used to do that back in the day? African booty scratcher. Has, has, has there ever been a, an African booty or, or a European booty scratcher for that? I bet there was. Anyway, you mutant miscreants, welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the fly. I am your spider, Orokosaki. A.K.A. The Shredder. And with me, of course, my main brain, the mayor of Dimension X, and my best friend, Krang. What's up? What's up? Hey, all right. Good to see you, Krang. Good to see you, my man. I mean, my brain. You, were, you weren't like a man before, and right, you were just always a brain, my man. All right, my brain, damn, all right, all right. Let's stop misclassifying our friends here and get down to business. All right, uh, first things first, the Clippers deserve all of your cyberbullying and slander, so do not feel bad. Uh, about letting them have it, especially niggas like Pat Bev, Lou Will, and uh, what was the the Morris brother? I don't know. I have no idea which one is there. But when you, when your demise comes at the hands of pissing off Paul Millsap, and that's no disrespect to Paul Millsap, uh, when you piss off a guy. Like Paul Millsap, you deserve the you deserve everything that you are about to receive for the nourishment of your body. All right, um, yeah, uh, Pat Bev couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Um, just you know, just, just leaping into it because I am definitely late uh, getting to it. I believe the Clippers were eliminated. What to say? Middle, middle of last week. So maybe a couple days just uh, past. Pardon, a couple days past the uh, last Reddit pod, um, which I apologize was kind of like a, I feel like it was a bummer of a pod. But here we are, um, talking more national BA, and it's dwindling down. So this is kind of a sad time of year. While it is also, um, well, really. We would just be revving up for the for the national BA around this time, um, but with the way things played out, blah blah blah, you know. Uh, yeah, the, the end of the the national BA season is always bittersweet because we're getting the best basketball and the last basketball. So anyway, this 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 was so good it had to be fattening. Um, so like I said, the Clippers deserve all 
of your uh, slander, even Kawhi, well, especially uh, Kawhi and uh, Way Off P, Lay Off P, uh, what was the other one I heard? Oh my God, there were so many good ones. Uh, Gatorade, uh, Gatorade Play P, and and whatever else, whatever other slanderous nicknames that exist for one Paul George. It was great because they pulled that Ocean's Eleven ass cool that everybody was all up in arms about earlier. Uh, well, at the end of last season, uh, you know, after you know winning the national BA championship with um, with with the Toronto Raptors, of course, Kawhi Leonard causing the big stir uh, by by absconding into the night with Paul George to Los Angeles to play for the uh, Los A Clippers uh, just for it to end in such a fashion. Uh, man, to blow a 3-1 lead. And this is what, uh, Doc Rivers, how many is this? This is a lot of blown 3-1 leads for Doc Rivers. Uh, and Balmer um, has gone on record to say that they are not firing Doc Rivers. Uh, it might be, you know, it, I, I am not an advocate for a black man losing his job. And um, I also, I, I like Doc, man. Doc is a good dude, as far as I know. Uh, I don't know him being, you know. You always have to check to make sure the folks aren't problematic and, you know, that they're not secretly MAGA. But uh, I don't think we have to worry about that with Doc. Uh, and checking to make sure people aren't secretly MAGA will come up later, I'm sure. Um, yeah, man. Um, it's great. It was great. Uh, but Doc isn't getting fired. So, I mean, you know, that's cool. Were I a Clippers fan, which, you know who is, uh, I would maybe have, maybe I'd take issue with it, but then again, you know what, who cares, it's, it's the upside down over there, uh, of course, the, uh, Los Angeles Lakers, uh, are still deep within the hunt of the National BA, uh, Larry O'Brien, um, but I, I think that this, uh, actually, what makes me happiest about the Doc Rivers uh, ramifications here is that Doc is being allowed to be trash, which is kind of cool if you think about it because that is the true sign of equity. Yeah, listen! Uh, remember, my goal personally in this here life uh, and as a black creative is not just to have to make, not to make the best stuff is to not have to make the best stuff all the time. Yeah, listen! You know what I mean? Like, say, everything doesn't need to be Black Panther. You know, you can, you can, you can make something that's just kind of Ant-Man. But also, you can make something that is, uh, like the Thor movies, you know, super mediocre, uh, flat out the worst for a lot of people, but you never at any point in time felt like uh, Thor's job was in trouble. You know, he laid some eggs and you never thought about, you know, you would have, you would have crapped your pants if they said that Thor was fired 
because the movies were garbage. You know what I mean? So it's that that equity, that ability to be able to be uh, mediocre or flat out trash. Uh, that is the true sign of racial equity. So I would like to see that all around. Uh, we have always, always had to be uh, twice as good to get half as far. Uh, you know, you, you think of the person, especially and if you're a black woman uh, in any industry, you have to be um, four times as good to get half as far. You know you nothing know. about that! So, excuse me. Um, just being able to see Doc Rivers stink it up and blow it and uh, lose in such tremendous fashion fashion every season and still keep a job that's that is kind of fire that does that is one of the things i will take from 2020 and uh all the years prior because remember before we got here we were all ready to get the hell out of 2019 as well so uh you know i'll take this season of doc rivers and last season of doc rivers as a as a win from both years even i'll take his loss as a win that's kind of dope to be able to uh, inspire people with a loss because uh, because i feel like if you know say eric spolstra had like some whack-ass seasons his job wouldn't be in danger um which brings me to my hindsight being 2020 uh ugh. we're gonna have to do something about that numbers Hindsight being perfect, we're not going to be able to associate anything dope with 2020. Um, hey, looking back, remember, uh, maybe at the very beginning of this, you know, we're in our second season here, and at the beginning of the first season of the Shredhead Pod, I recall saying that uh, the heat would make some noise. You know, I was, I was, I was really into these boys and how they played and I think maybe that excuse me that could have been that was probably their first game of the season that I was ready to leap out of the window uh, as you've seen me leap out of the window before holding April O'Neil and shaking my fist at those accursed turtles um, you've seen that before uh, I I jumped out the window real early on the the um, Miami Heat, saying that they had a, had so much potential, and I expected them to go very far in the playoffs based off the first game. Well, what do you know? Your boy was right. All right. If I didn't have the audio footage to back up my claim, I would not be so bold. I. I too would believe that, uh, you know, maybe I was, maybe it was Cap, but it was indeed not Cap. I was correct. I had the foresight to see that these uh, Miami Heat boys were going to do some major damage. Now, did I think they would be the final four, uh, up to one, in in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals? Not so much. I didn't know that. I won't. I will not take credit for that. But they were playing in that first game uh, like a team that had a lot of cohesion, uh, that liked each other, that um, 
liked that they, they really enjoyed playing together and they like to see you know explore where they where they could go with things uh jimmy butler jimmy battle as i call him uh famously uh, i really like the way he leads that team on the floor he can go for 40 or he can get other guys going you know and that's what you want in a guy like him he seems like a really good locker room guy even if he's charging people twenty dollars or a cup of coffee in the bubble. Uh, that's nuts, but y'all niggas got it. You know what I'm saying? So y'all good. Uh, Lakers and Nuggets. First, well, 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 let me also put some respect upon the name of the Nuggets because them niggas hooping. Okay? Them niggas hooping. Uh, and as the old adage, uh, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite, as professed by one legend, Monique, in that season of Charm School from VH1. Yes, the Flavor of Love Charm School. You remember it. If you do not, you fake. So I would suggest going, going back and looking up footage of one Monique saying when you do clownery the clown comes back to bite and that is exactly what happened with the Los Angeles Clippers they did clownery and they were eliminated by a team with a man who was known as the Joker irony so delicious the calorie count has to be ridiculously high but i will enjoy it it is totally worth it those damn nuggets they hooping too they hooping too uh they ran into the lakers in that game one though um not really you know it was a good showing and it went about as what i expected uh do i think the nuggets will be swept no uh, i do believe they will show heart as they did in game one but I still have the Lakers going. Uh, hmm. Lake show in six. And, uh, oh, I guess I didn't make a prediction. Uh, fuck it, man. Let's, let's go with the Miami Heat. Uh, Heat in seven. Yeah. We'll go Heat in seven. That's going to be a hard-fought victory, and I think that, uh... Mm. I think the Lakers, uh, maybe they take a game off, maybe even two, and the, uh, the Nuggets, the Nuggets steal a couple, uh, yeah, the Nuggets steal a couple, I, I, I got it, I got it playing out like that, uh, if not, I believe the refs may, you know, push it help them out a little bit in a couple of games just to uh, continue to give us content because Lord knows we need it. Lord also knows that we need a break. So, the Shredhead Pod will return after this message from the Hyphen Podcast group. Stay tuned. We're coming right back. Shredhead Pod, y'all. 
Masters Shredder. Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again Sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We Should Do This Again Sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. And we have returned. And that return shall be triumphant. Okay. Um, I was really wrestling with this week's um, middle section, I'll say. is You know, if you follow the show, you know that's where we typically get to the meat in this sandwich. Um, I really don't know what we're going to do with the National B.A., is over because I do not fuck with the National FL. Uh, I feel they are just, you know, kind of, it's, it's, it resembles the slave blocks too much for me. Uh, and even though I want to support all the brothers in the league, as well as uh, some of the cool, some of the cool white boys, I guess, who aren't jumping out of their mouths with all lives matter. Uh, you know, um, it's just that the National BA holds down so much of the show that I'll have to find something else to open with. I don't know, something else to watch and enjoy. I don't know. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, man. And, um, yeah, that shit wild. You know, I'm, well, it's not as wild as one would think. You know, she was having health problems. Uh, she was also old. Um, and I'm pretty sure the stresses of being, you know, a woman around all those old pricks on the Supreme Court, especially, uh, well, not even especially, I'm pretty sure uh, anytime we mix old and the law and, you know, um, out of touch people, you know, like old white dudes who are in touch with nothing that wants them to touch it, um, you you create a stressful situation. So uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, having done her work, um, is a warrior who can now rest in peace, I guess, because uh, for all the things that she did, and I will look at a list of her accomplishments, um, you know, also she, as a law, uh, as as someone in in the law, uh, ran afoul of black folk. I get it. And um, you know, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to check all the boxes and be perfect. I would assume, and to balance on that beam. So for any all the, anything that she did, you know, being a human being, and fucking up, um. I will also give her the credit for, you know, having having done some dope shit, you know. Um, and I will run those down. 
in one second. Here we go. RBG accomplishments. Uh, you know, wait. What is it? Sorry. So, you know, I mean, obviously she was, you know, working to eliminate gender-based stereotyping. Gender-based, you know, fighting for women, you know, and for a lot of white women. It meant white women. Because um, white women go white women, you know, whether or not they're mad Jewish or whatever, you know. Um, that's just kind of a thing they do. And everybody else tends to be a blind spot. Um, you know how it is, but, you know, fighting for anybody, um, there, it's not that anybody else didn't, um, benefit from her, from her battles there. So, uh, for everybody who wants, who, who, everybody who's thankful that they're able to sign a mortgage without a man, uh, you know, she was, she was there for that. Uh, she was the first person to go to Harvard and Columbia. Um, wait, they're giving, no, oh, here we go. Uh, of course she fought for equal pay. Uh, she co-founded the first law journal on women's rights. Um, she became the first law, f the first tenured female law professor at Columbia. She co-founded the Women's Rights Project at ACLU. Uh, she argued six cases before the Supreme Court won five. So that's cool. Um, first female Jewish Supreme Court justice. Wow. Um, she's one of the one of only four female justices in history, which brings us to, um, you know, uh, you know, um, The current hunky in charge is uh, looking at a short list and looking to replace her with a, with a woman. Um, which, you know, okay, I guess, but if it's somebody out of the 52%, then that doesn't really do us any good, uh, you know. So, of course, a lot of people are writing to their senator, however frivolous of a, a venture that uh, an endeavor that could be um again you have to try obviously i get it i'm with the shits uh when bad things happen um that senators can affect you you want to you know talk to them you want to tell them to get off of their ass and do something whether or not they decide to get off their ass it's a whole different thing, but, you know, you have to do your due diligence as a citizen, your civic duty, uh, and hold your politician's foot to the fire, feet to the fire, I should say, foot. Look at me, always dredging up the past. Um, but this shit is, uh, this is, this is scary. This is a scary time we're entering, and, uh, listen to me. All the Democrats, I know you listen to the Shredhead Pod, and you know that I have my finger on the pulse of culture as well as politics, as well as the living and culture, that sort of thing. Um, hey man, block this shit, bro, until 
all the dust has settled from the election, uh, we we will be fine with eight justices doing the same bullshit that nine would do um, until January, you know? We don't need it. We don't need it. Um, inauguration. Let the next guy pick it. I mean... <sighs> In my darkest moments, in my most negative, I feel 45 will still win um, because, you know, that's just the life we're living. And I would like to think that people, somebody has learned a lesson over the, the past four years, well, the past three, th three and change. Uh, I wouldn't even classify this as a year. This has been garbage. Um... But that is to say, still do your part. Keep chipping away at it. Uh, you never know when uh, finally, you know, something, something has got to give at some point. And so because people who uh, kind of, who we could at least identify somewhat as being someone on our side, and by our, I mean, you know, people who aren't out of their fucking minds, um, you just gotta keep at it, man. Let's just keep plugging away. I mean, evil, and listen, I was once super evil, so I get it. I'm telling you from the standpoint of super evil people, they never run out of energy. They never tire. Even when they lose, they go sulk off to the shadows, and then they plan, uh, and... They never roll over and die. Evil is always there. Why do you think they always have to lock it away or uh, uh, banish it? They never just kill a guy, you know. And, uh, you know, on, on the good side, listen, I, I will never be a model citizen, okay? But I know what needs to be done. And I'm not saying to personally murder the president of the United States. But you have to do whatever is the equivalent of of keeping keeping evil down in its hole for you uh keeping the devil in his hole for those of you who watch the wire or know of the theme song uh gotta keep the devil in his hole he's out and he's ripping and running maybe this maybe maybe, maybe these are the biblical times where uh you know if you read revelation they talk about the devil just running wild for a thousand years, which is kind of, ish, that's tough, man. You don't have to believe it, but I mean, the fact that Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars and not under someone's jail is kind of, you know what I mean? It's just blatantly right there. She's out here smiling and shit, having a good time, being a terrible dancer. And she's on Dancing with the Stars, with the stars nigga. She is no, she's not even a star. It's Carol goddamn Baskin. Nobody likes her. Like, who, like, why aren't people booing and throwing tomatoes, like, at all times when Carol Baskin is on stage? I would. I would throw rotten tomatoes at that bitch. But... I am of a dying breed, I I assume. Uh, Lori Laughlin does shady shit, 
and then gets to pick the jail that she gets that she goes to and this is what she was railing against for so long this is what took so long to convict her of and then she finally just needed to fucking cop a plea and she gets two years in victorville california which is essentially club fed which is what we all knew she would get anyway two months and so why are you saying that you're innocent like you we know you gave the money to the school your your kid knew that she was you were you're paying for her to go to usc like this is what i'm saying this is the boldness of evil and we have got to be more bold and by we i mean people who want to do the right thing i'm kind of of the mind to watch all this shit burn down um sad to say i uh i'm i'm a gen xer you know what do you want from me i told you all that nothing was worth it you know that's why for so long that's what i was doing when i was evil i was trying to take shit over and run it you know in a way that i thought would be cool you know what i mean but these these cats is just out here doing wild shit like look at uh uh they, these motherfuckers are on some Captain Planet shit right now. These these villains. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never see me tear down a tree. You never seen your boy Shredder just do some anti-environment shit. You know? I, I was trying to rule the world. And if I was going to rule it, why would I want it to look like shit? You know what I mean? Didn't make any sense. But, um... Then again, you know that's the that's the level of cartoony shit that we've we've come up against nowadays. Um, you know, back in, in in my time when I was doing my thing, shit was wild. You know, like I was an animated character. You know, but these are like really the plots that these niggas is trying to carry out now. And um, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg just kind of makes that a little easier for evil to take that kind of route. Oh, man. This shit trash, bro. This ghetto-ass planet. I hate it here. Fuck. <sighs> All right. Uh, we will return shortly. With a shred recommendation. Uh, oh, we have to have a Cretan of the Week as well. Okay, we'll get a Cretan of the Week. I'll just reach in my bag of Cretans here, and I'm sure I'll, here we go, I'll pull up a Cretan, and we'll do that. Uh, oh, oh boy. When we come back, we will have a Cretan of the Week and a Shred Commendation. Hang tight, y'all. Hiya puddins, it's your girl Holly Quinn, aka Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. Hey, we're back. And um, we're going to get into the Cretan of the Week. No, uh, I think it should have been kind of obvious. I wasn't even thinking about it. Um, but I just picked one. And his name is Offset of the Migos. 
Uh, jeez. Um, well, if you didn't know, or if you do know, and you're just about to get my take on it all, uh, famed rapper and, um, and, and fashion extraordinaire Cardi B, uh, just filed for divorce with her husband Offset of the Migos, of course, this Cretan of the Week. Um, ugh, boy. Uh, Cardi was just base, basically saying that she was tired of it, uh, and by it, I'm assuming she's talking about his wayward penis and how he's just unable to remain faithful uh, to her in their marriage. And, you know, first of all, I, and I get it, you guys are celebrities, so your your quarantine isn't the same as our quarantine. Um, but, uh, nigga, it's a quarantine, yo. Stop cheating on your wife. Uh, and, and that's not to say that the WAP or the... And I'm tired of you dumb niggas saying that the fact that, uh, the, first of all, the lyrics in her song about not cooking or cleaning uh, and then using that low-hanging-ass fruit to say that she... Because she doesn't cook or clean, her husband uh, went wandering. Um, first of all, I'm sure she does to an extent. And even if she doesn't, they have someone who does that for them. The, the, he's, he's at no loss um, for luxury. Uh, when you get, when you get um, bags for a, a, a small child, um, you're, living, you're living a certain type of life and you don't need your wife to be domestic, especially when she is a huge earner. I'm pretty, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, if I had to hazard a guess, she's probably pulling down more money than he is off of her solo than he would be off of his group contract. I don't know the numbers, but she most certainly would be the more famous and the more in demand. Um, you know, when people say they want Cardi B they and, and they pay for Cardi B, it's only one person that needs to show up, that's Cardi B. But when people want all three of the Migos and your bread hangs in the balance based on other uh, two other niggas showing up, um... Yeah, that, that's a diff that's a difference there. Anyway, um, Offset man, listen. Anyone, anyone listening, here is some free advice um, that Mama's, Mama Mama uh, Oroko imparted to me. Okay, don't you never, as long as you live, embarrass a black woman. Not your mom, not your sister, not your best friend, and most certainly, not your lady. Yeah, listen. You understand me? She already looked dumb taking this there. nigga back before the first time. Well, the first time he got caught cheating. Okay. Uh, and everybody who was, you know, in their business saying whether or not she was a fool for taking him back. And, um, you know, and then him, and then he, with the tweet, y'all won. Like, nigga, who are you really mad at? 
Take your ass to the mirror and chew yourself out, my nigga. We won. And here we are. We won again, nigga. You gonna go 2-0? and oh. Offset. You are the cretin of the week. Don't embarrass your lady. Alright. Let's roll right into the shred commendation. Uh, I think I'll give a couple this week just because... Just because... Let's spread love, man. Um, first and foremost... Shout out to the homie B hyphen captain of the hyphen podcast group, president or CEO or one one of those exorbitant titles. Uh the man puts on for everybody else. It was difficult for me to find this link because it was buried in other people's links uh on his Twitter um timeline. But I was finally able to uh, uncover his Twitch, um, Twitch TV, I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash B hyphen, that is the letter B, H-Y-P-H-E-N. Yes, one of the shred commendations is B hyphen's Twitch channel, um, I've been trying to catch it here because, you know, it'd be boring, but here in this basement, in this undisclosed location, it's blocked. Who, who is crying? Find out who is blocking this signal, who is hating on, right, you know what I mean? Like, we're not doing anything here right now. Should be able to, pardon, you should be able to watch Twitch the fuck man all right um yeah yeah so go check him out he, he, he likes i mean you'll you'll catch um some of um what is this called? oh the um hyphen nation hyphen nation live last time he uh did his, his piece on 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 tupac and whether or not he was too young to understand the impact of pac impact whatever uh, also, um, his reading of Death of Superman, um, man, that shit was a marketing ploy to just kill Superman. Well, we'll, we'll discuss that at another date. Uh, the, the death and rebirth of Superman. Um, what a crocker shit, man, but, you know, uh, I feel that he had somewhat of a different take. Because uh, Hyphen finds to, tends to find the positive in a lot of things. Whereas I, you know, I've been through some shit, man. So, you know, anyway, go check that out. Um, hmm, what else did I have for y'all? Uh, no, I don't want words. Um, pardon. I've also just been, um looking and listening to ah yes um go uh look up um cosplay every day with everyday rogue another member of the hyphen podcast group you may remember her as one half of the duo of handsome bane and everyday rogue uh and it's like a podcast or whatever but she has since um begun her own mini series uh cosplay every day with Everyday Rogue, 
it um features mostly cosplayers but some uh photographers it also uh features um people who've run conventions and renaissance fairs and how they are faring during the um the epidemic uh, of the pandemic sorry and uh what they're doing with their creativity and their time now that there are no conventions uh it's it's a cool little time capsule for that sort of thing so if you're into cosplay um or you just like when the girls be in cosplay i know i know no kink shaming here as uh, long as you're respectfully looking uh go and check out cosplay every day with everyday rogue uh it's like a podcast or whatever production um in conjunction, of course, with uh, Hyphen Podcast Group. Anyway, uh, I'll be back next week. Um, you know, just try to hang in there, y'all. It's a wild-ass world. Um, yo, is that Don Cheadle? Is that Don Cheadle playing Captain Planet? In cosplay, what? You see that? Look over there. Is that is that Don Cheadle dressed as Captain Black? Ninja Vanish. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?